I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see Get some facts and go back and see Don't throw out the salaries on other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. And we don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. This is the Weeks and the Pope podcast with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. If you are our sponsor, this is where we would promote your business. So give it a thought. The Weeks and the Pope podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Music. After listening, please give us a rating. We'd really appreciate it. Coming up on this week's program, college football, the NFL, the MLB playoffs, and Stevens, what the hell were you thinking? Along with our special guest, Nashville songwriter, Philip Coleman. Welcome back to Weeks in the Pope. It's episode three. We thank you for, for listening to us. We're on Spotify. We're also on Apple Music. And uh, anything that you uh, would like to think about and message us at Weeks and the Pope on Twitter, you can uh, get a hold of us there. Today we have a very special guest. It is Philip Coleman. Philip is a Nashville songwriter. He's lived in Nashville, had many, many hits, and moved back to West Tennessee as well, but still churning out the hits. Has a brand-new album out. We're going to play his new song, which you can hear on the radio right now on some stations. So good afternoon, Philip. A good evening, wherever you may be listening. Afternoon for me. So afternoon said, for you. I wasn't sure. I lost my keys, and I didn't know if I was going to get here, and so on. I was uh, scurrying about the house. Scurrying. It made me leave other things that I meant to bring. So so are you saying that maybe old age has affected a little oh, bit? Oh, man, it's a well, – you know you're my age, so, <laughs> yeah, you, I'm right there with you. That so, Stephen, what you got to look forward to? How old are you? I'm 33. Oh, man. <laughs> he's, he's not there yet. I, I, in my mind, I'm still that age. Well, if you ask anybody up here at work, they all think I'm 40 or 50. So I, 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 I was going to say you one of them guys looks older than what you are, but you, I, I was going to pick 28 or I something. I appreciate 27, that. 27, 28. All right. Yeah, that's 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 the age of uh, of everybody that, you know, if, if, if you're a good age, it's 25 to 35, somewhere in there, but – yeah, you get older than that, it just goes to hell quick. Boy, don't it, though. It does. Oh, oh. <laughs> so what we do, we talk sports and anything else we feel like talking about. Uh, obviously, you're a big sports guy. You got on a Knights jersey. I like that. We're representing Roy Hobbs. Re- representing Roy Hobbs. The natural. Uh, an incredible, incredible sports movie. Maybe one of the greatest. Not one of them, yeah. I uh, agree. I liked it. And uh, I, I know you're a, a Raiders fan, but you're also a Titans fan. Yeah, I went to that game the other day and wore no colors. I didn't have any black and silver or any blue and white. I just watched, wanted to watch a good game between my two favorite teams. The only time that I showed any allegiance at all was when Waller dropped the third oh, pass. Yeah. I'm like, damn it, Waller! <laughs> You know, and everybody around me is looking. I'm like, yeah, okay, that, the, the Raider fan of me just come out then. Because I had a Raider fan sitting all around me. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I was kind of telling my story. I said, I'm, I've been a Raider fan my whole life, but now they're in Vegas, and I've got Titan season ticket holder. Plus, John's from here. I want to see John do well. And, yeah. But, I'm, you know, it, it's – I hate to say it, but I've gotten – since getting older, it's – it's. I know we're on a sports show, but I've just kind of – it's kind of lost its – 
appeal to me somewhat. I don't know why that is. Uh, I, I just because you know you know me. I mean, I lived and died with the home team, and I would be upset if yeah. they are just. And I'm like, that's probably not good for your heart <laughs> to be, you know, putting so much emphasis on something you've got no control over. And 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 but you know, sports fan, you and I. We started working together in '86 yep. at at the radio station doing you know weekend stuff. Where that's when I was there, and then you and I got to doing sports stuff later on for Channel 11 and things yep. like that. So I mean, I, yeah, I always love sports. It's it's entertainment, sports and music. That's my two kind of favorite things. And you know, to to get to be involved in both of them, it's pretty cool. Well, we uh, we watch a, a lot of a lot of sports as well, and uh, I think Stephen watches probably a little bit more than I do, and. Uh, uh, in in different things, but uh, he's he's big college football, Tennessee volunteer. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean. Oh, I'm just saying, I finally got to enjoy a weekend where I didn't have to stress about anything this past weekend because we were on the bye. Yeah, so that was a good thing for there. us. <clears throat> big one this week, though. The thing, yeah, um, a very big one. You're right. Yeah, um, be interesting to see what what when do they play Alabama. Two weeks? In two weeks, yeah. We get LSU at Death, in Death Valley this okay. week, but not at night. So, that's a good thing yeah, for me. Yeah, uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I had – last year I had really invested interest in the Vols. My neighbor who I grew up – who grew up, I threw ball with that kid all the time, was Javante Payton. Played for the Vols last year. Okay, yeah, and, he went to uh, Mississippi State. Mississippi first. State, and he transferred. And it was just, you know, I it was like my kid was playing because I'd known him since he was 11. And throwing the ball with him all the time, and and uh, to watch him score on Alabama and Florida last year, man, I was I was like a proud parent, you know. Just and I hate man, he 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 didn't uh, he got to to try it with the Cardinals, and he didn't. He made it to the last cut, didn't didn't uh, didn't make it. But I, you know, I haven't talked to him to see what his plans are now, what he wants to do, or I I just want to tell him, shake him away. You're not dead yet. Well, good yeah. thing is that he's still got. Plenty of opportunities now with all the spring leagues, or with the spring, you know, if you got the XFL that, coming in and yeah. the USFL that's still playing, so he's got a chance to at least practice squads. I mean, look at Javante Moffitt from Union City; he's with the Atlanta Falcons practice squad. I really you thought know? he'd get on the practice squad, but his mom's one that told me she said that he, they cut all the receivers; they didn't oh, wow. keep any of them that they didn't already have. And uh, and she said the big agent said the big thing on him was he he wasn't studying his playbook. He, he thought he was going to get there and make it on athletic ability alone and. Uh, found different so i mean that's fixable yeah right, right there oh, yeah. if he'll just uh do it but comes with growing up yeah in a lot of ways well, well yeah we'll see what he does so anyhow but uh yeah go vols um i hadn't been up there in a while to the game have you been up there yeah i went to i went to week one against ball state and uh, then i'm gonna go to see the uh, mighty skyhawks oh you're uh, gonna go to that i'm okay. gonna go to that one so yeah, that that'll be the two wins. That'll be good to see. And, and, <laughs> hey, we're uh, rolling right now, so let's yeah. see. Let you know. Yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, you got top ten. Uh, you you playing well. You're undefeated. And they uh, the AP poll decided that they were going to rank LSU to make this uh, game a little more interesting. Oh yeah, spreads went down to about two and a half now since I think the uh, their quarterback has come back. So it looks like it looks like eleven o'clock. We're going to have a pretty decent game. Tennessee's going to have to. Uh, they, you know, LSU doesn't doesn't like to start fast, so you have to you've got to score early. And if you score, we, you know, you come out and outscore them in the first quarter, I think you have a shot to beat them. 
So, I mean, but Death Valley's tough to play at. It's the real Death Valley. I'd love to go there. Oh, me too. I, that was there. the original plan for me. Um, but I will be in Evansville, Indiana this weekend watching. So, uh, you know, showing my ass to other people. <laughs> my, I think my sister and nephew are going to that game. They live in Baton Rouge. Oh, wow. So, she said she had two tickets the other night, so she's planning on going, I think. That'll be fun. Fun games this past weekend. You know, you had some that were blowouts, obviously. but uh, And it was hard to really turn around and find a game. But then all of a sudden, there were a couple of really good games in college football this weekend. Yeah. Um, what do you want to start with? Uh, you want to start with Wake Forest and Florida State, maybe? I think so. I mean, I really, you know, I wanted to go Wake Forest, but you never know about Florida State, and they have been playing well. Still liked Wake coming off that uh, – that loss, but I think last week I said this was this would be a letdown for them, and Florida State would win, and of course that meant that Wake Forest won. You're turning into me when it I know come, it. Uh, when it comes to college, uh, but so it's not like Florida State actually looked bad. You know, right. both quarterbacks combined for I don't know. They both well, Sam Hartman threw for 234 yards, and Tra- Jordan Travis from Florida State threw for 281 yards. So I mean, we're talking about like they both had good games. So yeah. Yeah. Wake Forest was just better. I, I thought Wake Forest was better all around, anyways. So they should. I don't. I, I don't see how they were seven point un- uh, underdogs against Florida State. I just don't see it. I I. I was really surprised. I don't, I don't get it. So Wake Forest is just a better football team. They've been a better football team all year. Um, Florida State has had some good wins. They did beat. LSU and you know so and then they uh didn't who else have they played this year they beat they beat Louisville but they struggled with them yeah so I mean you know so you just can't get a gauge like, on them they're like Jekyll and Hyde when it comes so yeah. I mean you don't know but Wake Forest had had some good wins they played Clemson really close they took them to double overtime uh I don't know I just thought Sam Hartman is just a better football player and I think I thought that I thought that uh Wake Forest is just a better football team, and I thought that from the very beginning. And that's why I put them as my best bet from last yeah. year so, or last week. So, finally, or you know, college football this week, best bets three and zero. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. After being, you know, the, you know, apologizing to everybody last week, you yeah, know, but you came out with a three and zero week. That was really good. Uh, another thing we can talk about. Let's talk about Kansas five and zero. That's amazing. Five and zero. We, we talked about you know you mentioned before we started the show that their coach who they really didn't want. You know, came from the Division Three program, who you see in the finals every year. Yeah, Wisconsin Whitewater. Yeah, and uh, that's one of those things where it's almost like you know a step above NAIA in yeah. a way. And they don't give out full scholarships, right? You got guys that are coming in, and somehow this guy was constantly winning. That tells you he knows a little bit about the game and how to coach and how to get kids. And he's obviously doing a pretty good job at Kansas right now. You get rid of less miles. And because of all the scandal stuff that was happening over there, or with him from a pre- the previous job, it wasn't even anything he right. did at Kansas. And, you know, they were kind of in the situation that Tennessee was after that whole Greg Schiano crap where they had to just go out and find somebody who'd take the job. Right. So Lance Leipold takes the job, not even wanting, not even want, he doesn't even want, or like, or, you know, he's the only one that wants it. And, you know, of course, it's Kansas. So nobody cares <laughs> at all. They and play basketball, they right? They play basketball. <laughs> so, you know, he takes the job and in two years we're sitting here they're sitting here at five and oh. They've won uh you know, they beat Iowa State last week on the road. It's for you know, it wasn't a it wasn't a fun game to watch, but it was fourteen to eleven. 
And, you know, they're ranked now for the first time. I think they're 19th. Yeah, they are. They're 19th. They get TCU. They get game day this week, all in, all in Lawrence. Now, they are an underdog this week against uh, TCU. But, I mean, what more can you ask for? Yeah. They're one more game. They're one game away from being bowl eligible. And they, I don't think they've been to a bowl since 2009. So, I mean, that's impressive. So, I, Kansas is – Kansas is rolling. So. It's the fun story. Yeah, it is. It's the fun story. It's the team I'm rooting for. I mean, outside yeah. of being a Tennessee fan, I'm, I, I want to see see how far Kansas can go. Mm-hmm. I mean, Big 12 has – you know, we talked last week about how good the Big 12 is. I mean, we don't think that there's any bad teams. Um, they just make each other look bad sometimes. They do. They TCU. Really do. Yeah, TCU made Oklahoma look bad. Of course, you know, uh, starting quarterback for Oklahoma goes out with a hit to the head. Uh, but – they still couldn't get anything going. They could have stopped TCU. It was thirty points. Yeah, that, I, mean, I mean that was that was a roll for for uh, for for TCU and playing at home. And <laughs> did you notice the the chant during the game by the TCU fans were SEC SEC? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since Oklahoma's going to the SEC, they're like, like, yeah, that's that's when fine. Is that happening. Them in Texas. When does that happen? Twenty twenty-five. That's yeah. the. That's, oh, okay. that's what they're so, saying. It could uh, be earlier. Will Manning, Arch Manning, be gone by then? Uh, he no, he should be, be right his, in like, the middle. His, yeah. It is twenty twenty-two. I forget. Yeah, yeah I he should be. So he, he, it should be his last year at Texas Alzheimer's. or second year at Texas. Second year at Texas. Okay. Yeah. So hey, we're gonna get another Manning in the SEC. Yeah, boy. Cool. <laughs> at a different jersey. That's, yeah. that's the great part of it. That right there, I really, I was wondering the whole time where he was going to go. I'm just happy him, it wasn't Ole Miss. For him to just skip the SEC altogether was kind of like, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't think that. I figured he'd stay around there. Yeah. He, uh, I think he said early on that he just didn't want to, he wanted to make his own path. He didn't want to, he didn't want to follow his dad. I mean, his dad uh, is all, or is was Cooper, is Cooper. Yeah. and you know he wanted he he wanted to go to Ole, well he did go to Ole Miss, but he wanted to play at Ole Miss too, like, and he didn't. His uncle plays at Ole Miss, his, you know, and his other uncle, of course, is Peyton. So he wanted to carve his own, you know, make his own name. So why not go to Texas? He loves Steve Sarkeesian, and you know they just they just signed uh, Quinn Ewers last year from Ohio yeah. State. And he comes back this week for their matchup against Oklahoma. So, I you know Texas. I know that they're unranked right now, and Oklahoma's unranked right now. But I mean, I think that's a great move for the SEC. So it is. You're going to get you're getting two two historic programs, and especially when when everything goes down to like four or two big conferences or four, you know, basically four conferences. That's what's coming. Yeah, yeah right. you're going to have one big big conference that's going to be loaded, loaded, loaded. And I think you'll you'll end up um, more than likely getting, and I would see it, getting rid of like Vanderbilt, uh, maybe Missouri or somebody like that, South Carolina. I think they just make big. Uh, I think it ends up being two big conferences. Period. Probably. So I, I think the Power Five just shrinks into two. I don't know how that works. I'm still not. I'm still not sure how they would do that. But I just think it ends up. I think like the ACC and the SEC just kind of combine. You still some teams from the uh, the Big Twelve and then everybody else. Yeah. So I figure that's what's going to end up happening. So you know you want to get the best the best teams out of the Big Twelve. So go ahead and get Kansas or go ahead and get Oklahoma and Texas. Get them out of the way and you just move them over there to the 
I guess the new SEC whenever it happens. So I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there. I'm really looking forward to when those two teams join the SEC to see what how they do those pods. Yeah, you know, because I, I mean, there's so much speculation. And the other sports too. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. The, there's so much speculation on what's going to happen and how they're going to do it. I'm just looking forward to it. Like. I mean, I would prefer Tennessee not to be bunched in with Alabama and Auburn, both, which is what I've seen the most. Uh, I'd really like it if we got bunched in with maybe, you know, at least just Florida. But just can we stay away from playing Alabama every year? I'm so tired of that. But well, that's tradition. I don't care about tradition. Right <laughs> you no, know, third Saturday in October. I mean, I, I mean, I get, I get it. But I, but I've lost. I've seen them lose. I guess twenty something times. Oh, in I a row. know. I was up there for a game. When they played Alabama, it's been way back. Uh, I think Andy Kelly might have – no, Sterling Hinton was still playing quarterback. Wow. Okay, that's before me. And Tennessee was ranked four. I don't think Alabama was – Alabama was not good. And and uh, Alabama beat them nine to six. That's I, I, that was – ter- just. Uh, I remember that game. Well, it was awful because the thing was, Tennessee, they couldn't either team get it past the other one's 30. It was just like they were playing in the middle. And Tennessee lined up to kick a field goal there at the end with like I think thirty seconds left, going to win the game nine to six. And Alabama's guys just—it's like they walked through Tennessee's line. It was like no, and the ball. And I, years later, I met a guy that played for Alabama who was there. That you know he, he was on the Alabama's team, and he told me because when they blocked it, I swear it rolled about seventy yards the other way. But he said <laughs> it hit one of our guys right in the helmet. And just doinked back the other way, and then Alabama recovers it. They kick the field goal, win the game. Surprising that kickers have uh, conti- have sucked for so long. <laughs> kickers do so many wonderful things. Yeah, but it that was just like, <laughs> come on, I'm doing <laughs> for that. But yeah, that was terrible. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, I've been I've been haunted by kickers my entire life. I think if you go back to my earliest social media posts, most of them have been me talking shit to kickers. <laughs> you I, had one job. I've, pro- I've probably had to go through since I've gotten older. I've probably had to go through and just delete some of those because of <laughs> how bad I've talked about them. That's true. That's true. How about Michigan beating Iowa and Iowa scoring 17 points or 14 points? They scored 14 points. It was 27-14, right? Yeah, 27-14. So that's like any other regular team in college football scoring 50. Yeah. uh, Iowa to score 14 because they are awful offensively. Even when the the guys pregame are sitting there going, this is a terrible offensive team, but they're good defensively. And uh, that is true. I think winning at Kinnick is hard. You know, when at Kinnick Stadium is always oh, yeah. hard. It doesn't matter where it is. And Michigan, you know, the, you, you, people have the biggest criticism of Michigan so far this year is that they've not played anybody. And why are you going to rake? Why are you continue to rake them at four? But you can only play who's on your schedule at five. Right. Like, so Michigan's done. They're exa- winning them. They're winning the games. Yeah. Uh, no, that game was not exciting at all. But Michigan did their job. They 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 covered the spread, yep. which was ten. And I told you. If, if, if we looked up in the third quarter and it was under 10 and, you know, there was a shot for Iowa, I wouldn't be surprised because of where, where it was at. Yeah. Um, it helped that it, be, it was an 11 o'clock kick. So, I don't know. Michigan is one of those teams that, you know, I would rather – I, I want to see them play the Penn States. I want to see them play Ohio State. I don't, I don't care what they do right now. 
Uh, they're going to be there. They're going to be one of these New Year's Six balls. But I don't care who they're playing right now. They're not really showing me anything that makes. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think that they're one. Of, they're my top four teams. But I have I have three or four teams right there sitting at that four spot that I don't know who to put in just yet. Yeah. Who who is number one now? It's uh, Alabama. Alabama went okay. back to number one. Because yeah. I saw today Georgia was back at two. I thought, well, that mm-hmm. poor showing is Missouri is why they yep. they fell a little yeah, bit there. Georgia so. Georgia looked. Look, human. What is? Yeah, yeah. You know, I look. like that tight end they got though. Oh, nah, good he's gosh. a beast. Number nineteen. Yeah, he is. You have two of them. I mean, I'm not. Well, that sure. guy, man. I mean, he's he's he is good, but yeah. Bowers is better. Yeah, Brock Bowers is going to be the one that makes all. all yeah. I, well, I don't know. Everybody on that team is going to make all kinds of money this year. Oh, in, yeah. in two or three years. Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, you're right. They showed that they're human, but. Are they? Still, that's a letdown game, though. I mean, that's two in a row now. I know it, but you're going to Missouri. And you're basically overlooking them because no one has had a problem with Missouri, and I guarantee you they, Missouri was just up for it. It's just one of those games and a matchup. They, they had six plays over 20 yards. I, and if they score right there before halftime, we're talking about Missouri upsetting the number one team oh, yeah. in the country last or, or last Saturday. That's what we're talking about. So this is two games in a row now. It was Kent State last week, which you can you can give an argument. We're like, okay, they didn't care. They were literally looking for, towards the second part of the season. Yeah, now, I think so. And then, then you travel to Missouri, which is not a hard place to play. There is no, you know, there's no aura around that stadium. No, it's just they came in there, looked like crap. They looked like humans, and now Alabama jumps them. And Alabama looks like even without Bryce Young, looks like the best team in the country. And then Ohio State's going to sit there. You know, we also have Ohio State that I think that might be. Who, who's got got an they're, argument too? They're awfully good. What happened to Bryce Young? He hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Okay, because I turned it on and the other guy was in there. I'm like, okay, what's happened? And then they kept showing him on the sideline. He was cheering. I thought, well, he's done not, nothing major. He wouldn't be standing over with his helmet on. But I never did hear what 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 the deal was. But yeah, he uh, couldn't he couldn't complete a pass. Anytime he tried to throw, he was coming up a little bit lame. So they decided to to hold him out just. Just for precautions, obviously. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And it so. didn't matter. They, no. They, I mean, when he went out, so I think they were up I think they were up 21 or 18 or something like that, and they win by 23. Yeah. So it didn't matter. You know, Arkansas was just outclassed. Is the kid from Martin, is he dressing out? Or yeah, no, he's, he's or technically what? the backup. Ty yeah. is technically the backup, but they're not. I don't think that they're going to try to waste his uh, – you know, if you play – you can play four games. Yeah. So I think they're going to try to not waste his red shirt. Now, if Bryce Young gets hurt, Ty Simpson's starting quarterback. Yeah, like if really? Bryce, if, yeah, if isn't that Bry- amazing? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, they they see something we don't that we don't, and obviously, uh, Ty Simpson playing at Martin. Sometimes you don't have uh, the the accompaniment that maybe he needed, and I think for his uh, sophomore and junior years, he didn't have much. He didn't have a lot to, to really help out. Last year, he did. They won the state title. Well, the other night at, at halftime, I was standing on the fence. I think I was talking to Jody Kaiser, and we were watching Martin's punter. He was practicing punting, but the youngest Simpson kid was throwing it back to him. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. He's, yeah. Huh. he's supposed to be better. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I, he, I mean, 45 yards on a rope, and I looked at Jody. I said, is that the other Simpson kid? He goes, yeah. I said, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I just stood there. And for a good five minutes, watch that kid throw the ball. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a tight spiral and had something on it, man. He's pretty amazing. He's only a seventh grader. Yeah. He's only a seventh grader. <laughs> he's only a seventh grader. 
<laughs> He's got one scholarship offer. I'm not. Po- I think it's from I think Oregon. So. Yeah, from where? From Oregon. So, I mean, he's. But that, see, we talk about Ty. Ty's one of those guys. I saw that. I read an Alabama beat reporter during their spring game, and I, obviously, that you know, those guys see those quarterbacks every year. And that guy, he tweeted out. He said, "Ty Simpson will win a Heisman at Alabama," and 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 from high school, it was hard for me to like believe that. But he doesn't. Ha- he didn't have to show anything in those games, right? Because he's playing against, he wasn't playing. His talent wasn't. Now he did. He he ran around really well. Like he, you know, he had speed. Mm-hmm. He could. And he, the one thing I did notice, the one thing that I've always noticed about him though, and he throws those out routes just perfectly. Now he, I, I don't really care what he. Everybody can throw a deep ball. He throws those out routes pretty good. And he and he competed really well at the Elite Eleven camps that the Trent Dilfer does. And he did. He does all those things. And and. I always thought it was because Jason Simpson was his, his daddy, but the more and more I've watched his camp, like his, like or read about him, those guys that run those camps love him. So I don't know. I I don't like Alabama. Let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Alabama at all. But if he's the starting quarterback for Alabama, I think that'd be really cool to see. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd watch. I, yeah, I'd watch. I'd I mean, watch. You know, just because. I mean, I'd. I, I don't want him to fail because because I but because he's from here he's from here so I'm I'm semi rooting for him but I'm not rooting for Alabama you yeah. know it was kind of like when Peyton Manning played for the Colts oh yeah you know yeah. I was like hey I want Peyton Manning to break every single record I want him to lose fifteen times a year or or you know I want him to lose <laughs> every game but I want him to break every single NFL record known to man because I hated the Colts I loved Peyton Manning. But I hated that he played for the Colts. That's how I kind of be with Ty. Like I, I hate Alabama. Hey, break every record known to man. Go to play in the NFL. Like it would be so cool seeing a starting quarterback from Martin, Tennessee. Yeah. I, I saw him play one time, and it was his freshman year. That's one time I saw him play, and I was sitting up there in stands watching it, and you know, and I, I forgot who was sitting in front of me. I said, I don't see the big deal. And he turned, looked at me, he goes, He's only a freshman. I went, Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then as I watched him further on in the game he did a few things that freshmen wouldn't as far as up here stuff that i'm mm-hmm. like yeah that's unusual for a freshman to have the smarts that he's yeah. got right now because there was a couple of plays i'm like he he just going to turn and run it and he he looked like he's going to run it draw the defense in, and he'd lob it over their head and i was like ah so okay so yeah. been been teached to talk yeah, the game taught, from yeah that. yeah yeah i mean and that's and that's what his good. that's one of his younger brothers going with like, yeah. or, you know he's getting he got both of them well, you think about it, though, it's usually the younger brother is always better because he had the older brother to learn from and whoop up on him, just like, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's how it was in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I had an older sister that roughed me up, so I, I – I mean. My little brother was – he got beat up a lot, but he was the better athlete. He was – in every sport, he was, he was the best player probably on the team at some, at most of the time. It just – you know, he had injuries, but the kid was better than most everybody. And, of course, he just outshined everybody in our family all the time. So, that's pretty much how it is. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. So, you know, we're we're one month into the college football season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I figured, why don't we do our uh, early season awards? Okay. We'll do something. We'll do, uh, we'll do your early season Heisman. We'll do a best game of the year. We'll do your surprise team, your biggest disappointment, and if the playoffs ended today. All right. All right. So let's start with the Heisman, Robin. 
I'm going with Bowers. I, just because somebody other than a damn quarterback, you know, and a, a guy that's a tight end and they're putting, men, putting him in to the watch. So Bowers from Georgia to me, you know, and he probably he won't win it, but I think it's pretty cool that we're watching him and, and seeing about him. But more than likely, it's still Bryce Young. That's that. Well, I mean, that's who's probably going to win it. Yeah, I, I can agree. If with he that. comes back in, yeah, I can agree yeah. with that. All right. Um, I. <laughs> you don't. I, I don't. I. I don't think he's going to win it too. I don't. Don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Well, I've got a different I, I just one. say that he won't. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I. I. I'm sorry that. I'm not up on the because I have not watched no, much good. of it this year. I haven't. I've I've had, I had other, to look this stuff I've up. had other things going on, <laughs> and uh, and so that's why. All right, my pick is uh, Caleb Williams from USC. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought about him. They don't. I mean, obviously, they're not playing the. They're not playing Bryce Young's. Uh, they're not playing Bryce Young's schedule. They're not playing Georgia's schedule. Uh, you and and you know I could be biased and I could have been like okay, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I could do that, but. Caleb Williams thrown 1,400 yards, 12 TDs, one interception. Uh, you know, that early in the season, he's dominated everybody except Oregon State. I, right now, if I were to get – if I had a vote, which I don't, um, I would I would give it to Caleb Williams. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, let's move on to the uh, – let's do surprise team. My surprise team is Tennessee. Oh. All right. Okay. Uh, I thought that the Tennessee Vols would be a good team. I was thinking an eight-win team, something like that. Uh, the Florida game, the Pittsburgh game was big on the road, mm-hmm. w- winning that one, exercising some demons, mm-hmm. uh, winning Florida. To me, that uh, obviously shows that they can win the big game. So to be ranked in the top ten at this point, that's my surprise team. Okay. I'm going to go with that too. I mean, because I I wouldn't have thought it. Okay. I just didn't, so – so, I always hated it when Tennessee every seemed like every time that Tennessee would come out ranked really high in the season, they would plummet. I always liked it when they come out ranked 18th or 19th, and then then they they yeah. seem to do better when they come out ranked like in the top 10. Uh, they disappoint me. So, I like. I mean, I love that. I, I said that I thought they could go nine and three this year pretty easily. I, th- I mean that that meant losses to either Florida or LSU, and then Alabama, Georgia. Right. I've completely changed my tune on that right now. I think I think ten and two is the answer. Like I, I think ten and, anything under ten and two right now is a failure. Uh, now, obviously, that's because I expect to win at all times, and I'm a I'm one of those Tennessee fans, and that's fine. Oh, I don't yeah. care. But uh, I like that. I mean, hey, that's cool. I'm because a lot of people were uh, doubting Tennessee, and that's fine. You know, you've got to go out and prove people wrong. So I love that pick. But mine is obviously the Kansas Jayhawks. Yeah. They're five and zero. They're number ranked nineteenth in the country. Nobody thought that they their their over under at win total this season was two and a half. That's pretty cool. They've doubled it. They made somebody some money. So you know that's my team. Uh, I had a few that I had thought about. Uh, Minnesota was one of my good one, or was one of my uh, was one of them. But they lost last week. But without their best without their best player, the running back Ibrahim, who could have been one of my Heisman candidates if yep. he would have played. Uh, but Kansas had to be my pick. I, and I know that's it's so easy to just say, hey, Kansas, because they're the ones you're talking about. You could also say TCU, the one that, the team that they're playing this week. But I just felt like when we narrowed it down, you had to go with TCU. Or, or you had to go with Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
We'll do. We'll go ahead and just move on to your biggest disappointment. Uh, Baylor. Oh, Baylor. really? I mean, it's such the 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 fanfare coming into the season. They've lost two. Yeah. Uh, those are disappointing losses. If you're that good a team, you don't lose those games. So to me, Baylor. I can see that uh, Baylor. You know, you know Baylor loses to I think who is the Big Twelve favorite last week. Yeah. Uh, well, right now is the Big Twelve favorite, which is Oklahoma State. Uh, and they lost to BYU. BYU. So yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? Yeah, going from a New Year's Six bowl last year to yeah. to two and two right now, or three and two, whatever they are. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I have like four that I and I still haven't picked yet. <laughs> I, um. Oklahoma has to be up there. Yeah. You're top five in the country starting the season, and now you just got beat 31 points to TCU, and you've lost two in a row. You also lost to Adrian Martinez in Kansas State. Right. Uh, Miami has to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was – that's – I, I didn't know. even know that had happened until like five days later that MTSU oh, beat really? them. I was <laughs> like, what? And then and I saw something today that stock still still kind of – rubbing salt in the open wound or something like that it said something about they paid us 1.5 million to come down there and play them and we allowed them 1.6 yards rushing or something <laughs> something he said i was like oh and the thing is mtsu just comes next week they lose like you said they would yep. they played the i think the best team in the sunbelt which is utsa it was utsa yeah right? it was utsa uh, so i mean i think they're the best team in the uh, sunbelt maybe besides app state but either way uh, another team that I uh, that I'm disappointed in is Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, yeah. they're but always now now new coach. Everything. They're they're disappointing to the I would say the national media, right? Because casual fans think that Al or that Notre Dame is going to lose games or should lose the games anytime they play anybody good. Yeah. So they've lost some games they ain't supposed to lose. They lost to Marshall. That never happens. Um, they've played, you know, they've played really close. But my actual pick, and it's and their coach just got fired yesterday. It's Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin has has been the they have been the model for consistency for twenty plus years. Paul now now yeah. Paul Christ hasn't won. He hasn't won games. I mean, Paul Christ has been to New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah. Right. So I mean. Wisconsin has won games. They they were expected to win more, or you know, to win this year. That team is awful, and I, I would have never thought that Paul Chris would have been fired in the middle of a season. But the team he lost to was Illinois, coached by Brett Bilma. Yeah, that's two Big Ten teams that have fired their coach in the middle of the season yep. this year. So obviously, the the uh, Big Ten lower tier having troubles. Really? Herm Edwards getting fired in the end zone. That was just stupid. That, I, I saw that, and I'm like, I, yeah. I, I thought I, – I haven't really paid much attention to other conferences. I kind of – like I said, I'm not as into it as I was. I still keep up with SEC. I watch stuff on, on SportsCenter. But I saw that the other day, and I thought, wow, I've never heard of that happening to yeah. somebody. But. And, and that was just some stuff that was within the program was released – so in with the idea to get him, going on. get him fired, uh, yeah. I mean Arizona State, they want some wins. Uh, they expect it. It's a great program. It's a great place to be. How long have you been there? Four years, three? Four? Uh, I think four years. 
Yeah, they were, yeah. but they were, he was going to get fired at the end of the season yeah. because of the the investigation the NCAA was going to do. I just thought they'd just let him let it go. Yeah, you know, just let him play out, see how it goes. You know, you win six games, you still go to a ball game. There's more money for you know the school. They're not going to do any of that this year. And they hired a football a local high school. I, I just think they gave. I don't know what coach they, with a winning. He was a good high school coach there in the area, and they hired him. I'm like, wow. I think yeah. he is he just interim though right now. Interim, they have, oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. They'll go out and hire some. They'll hire some one of these uh, retread coaches, like you they can. always do. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the best game of the year so far. Clemson Wake Forest. Yep. Yep. That's Double it. overtime yep. win. Yep. You know, I mean, by gosh, you they're going back and forth the whole time, uh, scoring uh, what near near a hundred points. Uh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, ninety six points, two overtimes, both quarterbacks over seven hundred yards passing, eleven TDs, over a thousand total yards in the game. That's that's easily the, the best game of the no season. Defense. No, it wasn't easy. <laughs> but it was fun to watch. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I like, fun to I'd watch. rather see a 38-35 game than a 10-7 game any well, day, yeah, man. I absolutely. mean, everybody had, but I mean, that's just uh, – It's just the way the game's yeah. evolved. You and yeah. I sat through uh, – oh, it was a 13-12 to 12 game with the Titans and Ravens at one time and, and talked shit to – was it uh, Webster for, <laughs> for, uh, for the Ravens while he was sitting there getting a treatment and he was talking shit back to the fans. <laughs> it, it was one of the best things, you know. <laughs> I think that was one of the first seasons that the Titans played there in, uh, at Nissan Stadium yeah. now. But uh, that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, the defensive games are fun if they're a great game, you know. If but it's a playoff uh, game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, uh, but a regular season game, man, you throwing out at points, bang, 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 yeah, it's fun. That's I had fun. an honorable mention that I almost put, but I decided to go with Clemson. Uh, yeah. um, LSU, Florida State. Yeah, that was a good one. In week two was pretty good. Uh, you know, LSU takes that big lead, and then Florida State just – no, it was Florida State, and then LSU tried to come back. Right, right. Hell of a game, uh, but it wasn't Clemson-Wake Forest this season. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I figured that was going to be your pick, too. <laughs> um, what, 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 what do you got to – who is your playoff teams uh, as of right now? I just went with four. Yeah. Uh, Georgia. Okay. USC. That's your two. two. That's my two. Okay. Michigan. Okay. And Clemson. Okay. You ain't putting Alabama in there. No, nah, I think Bama gets beat, and I think that Michigan and Clemson go undefeated. So you can't have Bama in front of uh, a one-loss Bama team. I think it knocks them out. Uh, I, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Hey, okay. <laughs> hey, oh, Bama <laughs> may lose. Wouldn't hurt yours. Yeah, Bama may lose to Ole Miss. So, okay. Well, you know, Ole Miss know. always gives them a good game, Here no matter what. Kiffin going, you know, he wants that win. Robert, yeah. I, I, I respect it, but I'm going to say you're wrong. Uh <laughs> Ohio State is one. I, I, I'm going to put okay. them as the number one team in the country right now uh, because I think Alabama and Georgia are going to end up losing a game. I don't know who they're going to lose to. They might lose to each other. Um, or, no, well, I think one of them is going to beat each other in the SEC title, and I think there's going to be another loss to the other team somewhere. I don't yeah. know where. I've got Alabama at number two. Um, I have Georgia at three. And then I have – this was tough for me because I said I, I liked USC, but I'm going to go with Clemson because of the way their quarterback started playing. Their uh, offense has looked a lot better. And I know that's his chalk. Name, but, it, yeah, he's playing damn good right I now. I know that's chalk, but that. But if we want to sit here and talk about it, that's more than likely what it's going to be yeah. at the end At the end of the day. And then, you know, USC and Michigan are your, your, the teams looking in for me right now. Yeah. I mean, the USC to me is just the historic part of it. I'm glad that they're they're relevant again. I know they were with Reggie Bush and Pete Carroll, but I go way back with USC and 
and watching them. And a lot of times they were on the game on Saturdays. Charles White. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, growing up when I was a kid, we didn't have all this. Yeah. You got to see all the stuff on New Year's Day, and you would always see USC, UCLA, or mm-hmm. Michigan. and that's You, you that. got to see the USC Notre Dame yeah, play every yeah. year. You know, and then maybe another USC game of the late game on a Saturday. Yeah. And nothing better because it was dark, so you couldn't really go outside and do anything when you were a kid. So you watched USC play. And to me, that, that uniform is just – Yeah, it's classic, It's man. just classic, you know. But, yeah, I was, that's why I sort of picked them. But I I, I like that uh, Lincoln Riley's doing well. Yeah. I mean, I think that they – I mean, I don't see anybody can beat them. Maybe Oregon possible but you know all right so the games of the week are games of well of my week uh i've got tennessee at lsu yeah uh tcu at kansas texas and oklahoma in the red river shootout utah at ucla both teams are ranked yeah uh you got byu at notre dame and then uh texas a&m is at bama and the only reason that is even there is because it's historic it's because of those two coaches and how much they hate each other. Yeah. So I think we got an exciting game or a week of football. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to be locked in at the eleven o'clock hour for Tennessee, for Tennessee LSU. But I mean, there's some pretty good games, so I'm going to try to pay attention while while we're while I'm out doing things in Evansville. So you know, I think we got a good another good college football week ahead of us. Staying at the casino down there. I uh, know. Actually, there. I'm staying at a house. Oh yeah, yes. I just stayed at the casino here a few months ago. So, you like yeah. that? I didn't even go down. I didn't gamble. I didn't. I, last time I stayed there, I did. But this time, I just I, I didn't venture down there at all. I just uh, slept there and showered there. It was about all I did. It sort of sort of sounds a little weird, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I just wasn't. Did you do? Did you go to the one that Clark, Clark Griswold and uh, <laughs> and Eddie, cousin Eddie do? Guess what color? Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be me if I end up going to say that. Yeah, I yeah, I just uh I, I was gonna do it and I walked by the thing where you go down, I'm like, nah, I'll do it maybe later. Yeah. And it just next thing I don't know, it was time to go home. I'm like, Well, I'll take the money I made here doing these shows and just put it in my pockets to go out there and give it to them because that's what would have happened more than likely. I play roulette and roulette's like your most uh odds yeah. on not gonna win, but I'd that's only that's a game I like to play. Yeah, because it just got a lot of uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of uh, well, that plus suspense. you know, well that was plus to me. I just do the I, I get to the point where I go, okay, I'm going to go black, red, odd, even. I'm not going to do the number thing that's anymore. I just just so fifty fifty fun. shot of it. You know, here's a hundred bucks. You might have two hundred. You might lose that right there. So, yep. yeah, I don't gamble a lot anyway. But they got a sports book. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all that matters to me. There you go. Uh, speaking of that, you go down and, and, and do it, go up there and do a show. You had some shows here at uh, Discovery Park, right. uh, two nights uh, at Discovery Park with some really good people. That oh you man, in. that that both those shows were good. But I, the Thursday night show with uh, Rory Feek and Scott Emmerich was, I think, <laughs> I had a lot of people that have been a lot of the shows through the years. Like that's the best show you wow. you've had. So and, I saw you and Rory. Yeah, we 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 uh, hops, yeah. yeah we ate there before we went and did the show and uh but then I did <laughs> I did a show in Halls Tennessee the other night that was uh oh man <laughs> it was uh, did they request Freebird or something <laughs> no no the thing was it was it was uh I knew it, they're calling it an amphitheater but it's pretty okay. much it's a vacant parking lot that that 
is adjacent to a, a, a loading dock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's awesome. And a train track runs right beside it. I had to stop once because of a train and let. It, and the coolest thing was, and the guy told me he goes, "I want you know to do two hours." And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't do two hours." I said, "Uh, you get me an opener." And because he and he told me about the guy. He's 18. Looked like he was 30. Tall's. Well, he was just old looking, and he had on. He comes walking up, and I'm looking at this guy going, uh-uh, this is not my opening act. And he had like a Porter Wagner. All right. <laughs> he had yes. on this all-white suit with yes. a white cowboy hat. Oh, that is awesome. And he had, it wasn't rhinestones, but he had like eagles and stuff. Started. <laughs> oh, he yeah. Just, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then he was very proud of that suit because we were just talking. He goes, so you like my suit? And I was like, yeah, man, that is <laughs> That is awesome. Where, is Dolly here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, and he got up and did a bunch. Of, he did Elvis and Johnny Cash songs, and he's, but it was it was weird, cause, and he did good. Okay, I, I, you know, he was good, and I was like, okay, you're kind of out there, but artists are some artists are out yeah, there. You're right, and he was. You could tell being around him. He like he's he's probably people probably don't hang around him much because yeah. he's just out there. But, you know, like you, you got to be sometimes to do that. But it was just uh, he made no apologies for his, me, who I am, like my suit. And he bragged about his suit on stage and and just – but it, it was, it was you know, it, it was a show. I think I've got – I had somebody call the other day about uh, doing a fundraiser in Dyersburg around the first part of December for the Humane Society down there. And there it was just – I said, well, let me know what. And so I can be getting whoever you want me to get to come yeah. with me. So we'll just – Maybe doing one in Dyer County here for a while. Yeah, you got an album out, new album that you. Uh, I know you've been working on it for quite a while. You, you were uh, texting, emailing me, and let me listen to some of the songs. So, uh, uh, and and you had re- really a damn good producer. I had an Man. amazing band too. I yeah. mean, the guys they got for me, and and uh, uh, yeah, I had heavy hitters in that band. People that have toured with Elton John and and have toured with Sheryl Crow. Uh, Ricky Skaggs, uh, Dolly Parton, uh, 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 put me in coach. Oh, John Fogarty. John Fogarty yeah. got toured with John Fogarty, and uh, so it was just when when I get to do stuff like that, it's always cool to get to hear stories. I always want to hear a story, mm-hmm. you know. And the guy that played for Fogarty, he played for Fogarty and Dolly. He played Dobro, and and I so I was kind of out in the other room when we were getting ready he was getting ready to leave i said so i said yeah you, you play for fogarty what was that you know and and i you know i always want to hear a good story and he said he goes you know that that uh guitar he has it's shaped like a ball bat that he when he plays center field i said he goes i would love to beat him in the head with that <laughs> ball bat he goes he's an ass and i'm like oh okay really <laughs> i didn't want to hear that but okay you know you you, you toured with him so yeah, I've, that's the first time I've ever got that from somebody. Yeah. Just, just flat out tell me, don't like them. They're, they're a paycheck. I toured with them, and I don't like them. So, <laughs> all right. The song that uh, I know we're playing on KYTN uh, is is Duct Tape and Bailing Wire, or yeah. Bailing Wire and Duct Tape. Duct Tape and Bailing Wire. Duct Tape, yeah. tape and yeah. Bailing Wire. Now, that's one of the first songs you've let me listen to. And talk about uh, bringing Tyler Bryant in on that one. That's why I wanted you to hear that song, just for yeah. because of his guitar work. Tyler Bryant, is a, he's a guitar prodigy. He's in his early 30s now, 33, I think, something like that. But he was opening for Jeff Beck when he was 14. And he, he's just one of them 
God touches people and go, this is what you're put on this earth to do. And that was, he put here to be a guitar player. And, uh, and while we were doing the record, I, I, I'm friends with, you know, I'd written with Tyler, tried to, uh, and uh, he and Ray who produced it were friends and he posted something about Tyler. And I said, I didn't know Tyler knew you. Da, da, da. And he said, I didn't know you knew Tyler kind of told him the story. And, and, uh, it's about two weeks later, I get a text says, Hey man, I played on one of your songs and it was just great. And I went, who is this? I wrote back, and he says, Tyler Bryant. And I said, please tell me you played on Duct Tape and Baylor. He goes, that's the one. And, of course, I wanted you to hear that just mm-hmm. because of that guitar work. And that's <laughs> I think that's the main reason David decided he wanted to play it. Because I told him, I said, it's a five-and-a-half-minute song. But I said, Tyler's guitar work is – and I was surprised that that's the song. He said, I want to play that one. Yeah. Because I thought he would go with – with awful or fishing for the moon well i mean awful can you might play that later yeah you know that yeah, kind of yeah, thing but yeah, yeah, yeah man it's that that just blows you away yeah, when you hear it that that yeah guitar work is uh in uh like i said I, I was lucky to have some really really good people on this record to play on it with myself well we're gonna go out to uh for our first break and listen to a duct tape and bailing wires philip coleman you can get the album at Kaiser. Kaiser. It's going to be available for Spotify and all that stuff before terribly long, but uh, I, I just got to talk with the powers that be about when we're and how we're going to do all that. So, anyway. So, his album is out there. The, let's listen to the, this track, and we'll come back with more Weeks in the Pope. It's the podcast. More in just a moment. <laughs> Hits the skids Get stoned as the pyramids Let the healing begin Find yourself a drinking song Listen to it all night long to yourself with never again where your heart on your sleeve if I said won't hurt I'd be a liar your circumstance she just might be the chance you 
can't pass on Will you hide on your sleep If I said it won't hurt I'd be a liar It up with duct tape and bailing wire. Two weeks in the Pope. It is our third episode. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music. Thanks for, for checking us out. Our special guest this week is Philip Coleman. You heard his song just a few moments ago, Duct Tape and Balin Wire, along with Stephen Weeks. I'm Robin Francis. We're talking NFL now. Uh, Titans just, just can't. Just, my gosh, let me go stress-free on a Sunday, you know. That's impossible. But apparently it's just going to happen get out to that big lead and then just shut down and i realized the colts made some good adjustments at halftime titans have got to learn to start doing that 
That's two weeks in a row that uh, that that second half has been for shit. I think the Titans have scored seven points in the second half all season. Yeah. See, I didn't realize after I left the Raiders game, the guy that went with me, he was in the car driving home. I said, I didn't. I just now realized the Titans didn't score all in the second half. Yeah. It's two and, games in a row. Yeah. Three uh, games in a row. They didn't score at all against the uh, 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 Bills either. Right. They scored uh, seven against the Giants. Seven against the Giants in the second half. Yep. They've scored seven points in the second half, <laughs> but they're two and two. Yeah, they're in a bad division. Yeah, well, I, I was telling when, when the Raiders were playing, somebody said, "Oh, somebody's going to leave here zero and three. I said, "I said the friend of mine I said the Titans can afford to go zero and three. Yeah, this division, that division. ain't that. But I said, but the Raiders can't go zero and three. There, it's over. And I still think it's over for them. But I mean, that that division's just so. Oh God, it's tough. Wow, it's tough unbelievable it's, how that it's, that division. And it's not like the Raiders don't have. We talked about it last week. The Raiders, I mean, have good players. They do. But at they least did. they got their first win this week, so that's a good thing for them. And it was a division win. Plus, you know, but their defense is just porous. I <laughs> the last few years, but I mean, it's like and it shouldn't be. I, I know. And you the know, thing was when I turned uh, the day when they lost to the Cardinals. Yeah, that uh, another game was on, and then of course they go, well, "We're going to go to the last." Uh, and I'm I'm like watching this unfold, and I'm like, "You, it's." A, I, I'm a very superstitious, superstitious person. Sorry. If I'm watching my team and they're winning when I turn it on and they just start screwing up, I won't watch it. I will turn it off. And they came on there just in time for them to that. And I thought, well, they still got to get a two-point conversion. Got that, too. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> I did that Tennessee-Florida game. I saw two plays of that game. I came in. Florida was fourth and one, converted it on what should have been a quarterback sack. Very next play, he throws it to about the 10. The guy, the Tennessee players are trying to tackle the ball. And this guy gets in the end zone. And I said, that's it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I didn't watch a bit of it. I watched none of it. Cause, and people were like texting me, how bad are you screaming right now? I'm like, I'm not screaming at all because yeah. I'm not watching we it. We thank you for your service. I, that's what I told I, I did Ball Nation a favor and turned it off. <laughs> that's awesome. I feel the same way when I'm watching the Titans, though. I'll sit there. See, we were, we were unpacking all like during the first half of that Titans game. And you just dominate. And then in the second half, I said, I, we all take a break, and I'm sitting in this closet where I'd been working in, and it's a really big closet, and I'm just sitting in there watching the game, and they just can't do anything. It you know, was terrible. Can't throw the ball. Derrick Henry can't run the ball. They can't do anything. It just They look like a peewee team out mm -hmm. there in the second half. And I'm just like, I've got to get back up and start working. I can't do this anymore. Of course I didn't. Thank God we ended up winning. But, I mean, they're so – I tweeted out uh, Sunday. I said – I said, there is so much stuff this team has to work on. Oh, yeah. But beating the Colts and going two and two is all that matters right now. I hate the Colts, and beating them for the fourth time in a row is awesome. Well, it's about time because they was beating us like of course they seven were. or eight in a row yeah. or something but like that. So. Yeah. They are a dog shit franchise yeah. who can't keep a quarterback. At, Matt Ryan has lost it. He's he is on pace to break like the turnover. Record. But he did do well in the second half. Of course he did, but he still turned but, the ball over. Yeah, yeah. This that the little the some of the fumbles he has now. And Jonathan Taylor fumbled. He never fumbles. Jonathan Taylor. He did in not, college. He did in college. Did that in was college. his biggest. That was his biggest right. biggest complaint. He just did not look like himself. Now I don't know hurt. if something's wrong. He may not play. He may not play Thursday against the uh, Broncos. But the my gosh, that'll be such an incredible game to watch. Oh yeah, we get to see Russ and Ugh. Matt Ryan. I'm so That's two of the I'm worst so teams damn in the world. Excited. I'm just I can't. I don't even want to think about. All right, so Titans get the Commanders this week. Uh, 
which is a good you know good opportunity for them to go three and two and take just control of this god awful division. Yeah. Um, but if we can just figure out how to make some sort of adjustment in the second half. Yes, things work out in the first half. Well, you know that the defense or the, the defense is going to figure something out. Why don't you just twitch things? Yeah. Just do something. Figure out another way to get Derrick Henry the ball instead of just – so many times it's it's in the second half. It's, it's, it's run, run, pass, punt. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. And they, and they know that you're going to run on first down, so everybody puts nine in the box. Yeah. So and you need a deep a, threat. And we already have a terrible offensive line. Well, he's in Philadelphia now. Yeah. <laughs> and Burks is hurt. And Burks is hurt. Yeah. Burks he's is out hurt. for a while. Yeah. I mean, it didn't say it was for the year, but he's out for a while. Yeah. Robert Woods is okay. He's finally started playing good, but yeah. they're throwing him the ball. But it's just there's just nothing there for Tannehill to throw to. Uh, Derrick Henry, I love Derrick Henry. He can he can run the ball. He can't catch a ball. No, but I do like when he's, they do try to throw it to him. Yeah. And he actually catches the ball. When he catches space. it, oh my gosh! Yeah, he's, I want I don't give a damn how you do it. Get the ball in 22's hands. We've yeah. got maybe what one, maybe two years left with this guy. Yeah, maybe. Like, and I'm talking about full production. Maybe put Hilliard in as a slot while he's in there. I don't care what and, you cause, do because he's got the speed to get down the field. Put uh, get the put the ball in 22's hands. Yes, yes. I don't care what Very you do. Much. Like I, you know, Tannehill had a great first half. He only he only had I, I think he was like eighteen of twenty anyways or something like that. Yeah. He had a good game, but he's not made to be winning these games like these other quarterbacks are. The Titans win games because they can run the ball right and get the ball to Derrick Henry. So do that. That's your only way you're going to win this division. That's the only way you have a shot of winning games. Get the ball to twenty two's hands. There's no team more dependent on their running back than they are no that's true and the holy there's just not he ain't lying but man. he's uh i saw uh something of him working out here a few months ago my gosh yeah he's that's what makes him so damn good i mean he had the thing it was like the weights but he also had bungees on it to give resistance the whole time he was i was like good lord yeah and i, I you know at one time that game the other day the he had a pretty decent run, and I was sitting beside a guy, and I just looked at him. I said, can you imagine being about a, you know, 175, 80-pound DB, and that line opens up, and he's got about 15 yards of head steam, of head of steam coming right at you. I mean, just the – You're going to tackle him. There's a couple – But you're going to pay of, for it. Yeah. There's a couple all-pro cornerbacks that have found out firsthand yeah, how that is. Yeah. Jo- Josh, Josh Norman. Norman. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, but, you know – this team is definitely different because how bad that offensive line is, and because yeah. we don't get we don't get near enough pushes. We do like right off the line, but I mean, you still got to give him the ball. You've got to figure out ways to do it. Derrick Henry's a freak. Give him the ball. That's yeah. all. That's all I got on the Titans. I just give him the ball, and we're gonna have to just run him until it's over. I mean, we we've got to figure out. I mean, I don't know what we're gonna do next year. Well, the the whole deal and the the things twenty five plus carries. The Titans have just lost one game mm-hmm. in his career. Mm-hmm. So, give him the ball. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, Todd Downing, if you can't understand it, I'll be glad to stand beside you and yell that the entire friggin' game. Now, I understand. Give him the ball. We're going to bitch and complain about the run-run-pass thing, but you don't have to do that. You can do a pass to Derrick Henry on first down. Yeah. Just give him the ball. Yep. Like, I don't know how, what you do. Because you want to spread him if out. You, you don't have to spread the ball, people out. If you can get him the ball and him and actually – and, and it actually work, you can start throwing the ball. 
Yeah. You still have a few weapons that I mean Robert Woods can catch the ball and he started looking really good the past two weeks. Uh the new the, the new tight end Chig, he's been really good for us. You can still throw the ball to Austin Hooper. He's pretty good. Uh I wish Trey Burks wasn't hurt, but I mean we might see Josh Gordon a little more uh in the next couple of weeks. I think so. Is he on the practice squad? No, he's on the he's on the active roster. They, right? the, yeah, they, they called uh, him up. Yeah. Okay. Uh uh-huh. there's a possibility and I don't know if this has happened yet, but there's a possibility that OBJ could uh, be signed because if if this uh, Trey Burks or Traylon Burks injury he helped the Rams, and that would be you know? the two receivers from the Rams minus Cooper Cup. Yeah, so you know they want a servo. Figure it out. Because I mean uh, Matt yeah. Stafford, Matt Stafford is not a good quarterback right, right now. now. He looks like dog shit. He, he's terrible. They are awful. Uh, the one thing that I took away from the game on uh, on Monday night. With San Francisco is doing what the Titans do for the most part. They're just rushing four, and they're having everybody else in the back, the defensive backfield. That confused Stafford badly. Yeah, he looked absolutely. If he couldn't find Cooper Cup, he was lost. The Rams he was don't absolutely know how to beat the Forty Niners either. Right. I t- I, but one of my favorite players to watch. Debo Samuel. Oh, my God. He's just fun to watch. Yeah. I'm not a four. I can take lead the four downers, but I like to watch that man play ball. Yeah. That that touchdown ca- uh, run that he had yeah. after catch last yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. On Monday night was yeah. amazing. Everything he does is good. He can run the ball. He can he can catch the ball. He's he is he's the guy. You, he is he's the Swiss guy. Army you want knife. Him. He can do it all. You want man. him on he's your got team. All the tricks. Yeah. He I does. hate that he's I hate that he's with the Niners. Yeah. Because they don't really know how to run. They really aren't very good offensively. I mean, yes, some things work sometimes. We talked about Jimmy G. Are they are they good with him? They're better uh, with him, but, apparently. But that doesn't mean anything because yeah. maybe they're not <laughs> – I don't know. The reason why the 49ers win so many games, especially in the past two years, is their defense is the top five defense in the, in the league. Yeah. And that's just how it's going to be. The Niners have a really good defense. They're going to make playoff runs because their defense is better than almost everybody. So, yep. that's and, – and they can – and and they have the Rams number. It doesn't matter if the Rams won a Super Bowl or not. They can beat the Rams. So Well, the Rams, to me, until they got Von Miller last year, were not a Super Bowl contender. No, they weren't. They had a great season from Cooper Cup. He was had a great year. They brought OBJ in. They had Robert Woods. But defensively, they became a juggernaut when they brought Von Miller in. And without him – it uh, it it basically leaves Aaron Donald Who, all by himself. Yeah, uh, yeah. You had to, you you can't triple team him. You can now. You had to worry about somebody on the edge. Yeah. So yeah, but they're they're struggling, and you know Von Miller's not there no more. He's gone. So That's right. But they they've got to figure it out. And I don't know what's wrong with them, but they're not good. Uh, did you wake up early and watch the uh, Vikings and Saints? You know, I forgot about it. Oh, I forgot about it. I actually – I was up early, but I forgot that they were on. Then I flipped it over when I remembered and saw the doink. <laughs> double, double doink. Yeah, it was a double doink. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And it was probably the English people. Was it in England? Oh, yeah. 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 And they were probably thinking, you know, <laughs> what's the fuss over all this stuff? Uh, you know, it's, it's, they're a soccer nation. But Yeah, one, what, where was it? The NFL played one – it might not have been England, but the crowd cheered – when the ball was getting kicked and punted. Yeah. That's definitely that, great. That, that was definitely You know, that was, they thought was the highlight of the game when the ball was getting kicked and punted. Like, no, that's really not. That's Europe. Yeah, yeah, Europe. yeah. yeah. We they, kick ball. Yeah, they we love kick, soccer. We kick the ball. Which is a fun sport to watch if you know what you're watching. Yeah. <laughs> or if you watch the right teams. If you, if you watch it in person, 
It is a lot of fun. Yeah. It is a lot I've of fun. I've never seen it in person. It is fun. Uh, but, I mean, Vikings started looking good. Uh, they've – Kirk Cousins isn't a primetime guy, but he's a he is a good regular season quarterback, and he's got weapons all around him. You know, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, but all three of them had good games. Uh, the Saints' offense is just non-existent. I mean, they had a decent game from Chris Olave again, who could be the rookie of the year. Yep. Uh, you've just got – they've got to figure it out they they might have they did all of this without Jameis winston too yep. it was andy dalton out there so maybe it is Jameis Jameis winston who knows i don't know they've got to figure it out because they're not they're not a good team either right now i remember before brady got to tampa bay you and i saw Jameis winston mm-hmm. uh in tampa bay he he was absolutely having six seven seconds to throw the ball and still couldn't connect Very with good. anybody right, give, he was so bad give him a break he was still blonde yeah <laughs> I, you could have run the ball out there to somebody. Yeah, but uh, Winston, this uh, this hadn't happened for him. Well, we've talked a lot about the bad yeah. so far in the NFL. Let's talk about the good, uh, the Eagles. Yeah. The, they're 5-0. I didn't, I didn't expect 5-0. and I did think they would win the N- NFC East this year. They just they just added everything. They added weapon, A.J. Brown, you know, and, and I listened to an interview today uh, with Trent Dilfer, and you know he's the coach at Lipscomb right now, or Lipscomb Academy right now. But he he went on uh, he went on one of the shows, and he was talking about Jalen Hurts, and he had said that if he had some mechanic uh, mechanics issues, and if he could figure that out, and you know, in two to three years, he'd be a really good quarterback. And he, and he told him this last year, and he he said over this over the summer after watching the first week, realized that he had fixed that and. In, in a summer so he was he said Jalen Hurts it could be elite yeah. soon because he's fixed a lot of his mechanical or mechanics issues so I they're good do I think that they're the best team in football nope I don't but they are a very very good team uh, I think that they're going to be one of the teams that we're going to be talking about throughout the playoffs in the NFC yeah. uh, I mean they're still going to have to beat Brady Brady uh, when it comes to the playoffs because i don't care what's happening right now brady turns it on in november you know so i the eagles are there but i but i love the way they're playing they have got uh i don't even know who they're playing this week but i mean it doesn't matter they're gonna that they're playing really well and jalen hurts is looking like a bona fide superstar i like him I, I always like i'm not an alabama fan but what i liked about him is when he lost his job to tua he said nothing yeah. He didn't cry and moan and gripe about it. He's a very quiet And individual. he got called into the game when he had to, and he, I think he won because Tua went out one time. He won he, a national he, title. He, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what a class act you are, young man. And I'm glad to see him doing well. I really am. It's just good to see people you know that are – And he said that, yeah. uh, you know, he played for so many different coaches or offensive coordinators – the only one that was constant was his dad when he was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he went to Oklahoma and played for, for Lincoln Riley for a year. And now with Philadelphia, he's been through different people. But, yeah, I, I like him. I think he's done great, uh, done very well. And uh, the Eagles are much, much better for it. Yeah. I mean, it helps. He's got more weapons to throw it to. Oh, yeah. But got to have that. But he's, he's, he's got a – they're a good team. And I think that – can they sustain being this good all season? I don't know, but they're going to be good enough to. I think they're going to be good enough to easily. Uh, they're going to beat the, the win this division pretty yeah. easily. I think. I, I mean, agree with you. I know. I know. Big Cooper. Uh, Cooper. Uh, 
Rush is 3-1 and one with the Cowboys, but I don't care. The Eagles are a better football team, and there's nobody else in that in that division that can win. Uh, I, the only other game in the NFL that I want to even talk about is the Bills and the, uh, Bills and the Ravens uh, before we get to our, our early season awards for that. Uh, you know, the Ravens came out. Lamar Jackson looked great. Uh, and it's a pouring down rain. It's the worst conditions you could possibly have for a football game. Looks like the Ravens are in control the entire time, and then Josh Allen decides to be the MVP and just comes back. They talk, you know, get the ball back. I don't like John or, or it's John Harbaugh, right? John yeah. Harbaugh. Yeah. What are the Harbaugh brothers? It doesn't matter. I don't like him trying to go for that touchdown there at the end. Yeah, I didn't get that either. When you have the best kicker. And I don't like yeah. to even call anybody the best kicker, the best kicker. But you have the best kicker. Just yeah. you know, just run the clock out and kick the field goal and win the game. So that's on Harbaugh. That's not on. Uh, I, I'm not blaming Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson for that interception. That's on Harbaugh. And of course, the Bills get the ball back, kick the field goal, Tyler Bass, win the game. Bills have just proved again that they're still one of the top teams in the NFL, even without five or six guys that they don't have playing for them. Well, look at look at what they did defensively against Lamar Jackson. Yeah. They limited him to, you know, I know scoring 20 points is is something special in the NFL a lot of times, but that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. They held him down to one of the lowest outputs that they could do. I think they're one of the best defensive teams in the NFL. The Bills, uh, that's what makes it hard to predict in the AFC. Yeah. The Bills and the Chiefs, and when they're turning it on, my gosh. Yeah. They just look phenomenal. Then how do the Chiefs lose to the Colts? That's what I can't figure out. I didn't see any of that or even a highlight from it or nothing. So yeah, I, I was scratching my head over that it one. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. But you, I, they, Especially after you go out and you watch what uh, what Kansas City did to Tampa Bay. I know. Kansas City is – God. <laughs> that was just Mahomes, a – Being a Raiders fan, I'm supposed to hate Kansas City. But, man, I tell you what, I like watching him play. Well, you're going to uh, get to see him firsthand uh, this uh, – or, well, you're going to get to see him firsthand yeah, on Monday Night Football. Monday Night, yeah. Uh, but, I, yeah, he's just – He's changed how the quarterback position. He's played. having it's like yeah he did. He's backyard football. Yeah, what that little pass he threw the other night, <laughs> and the whole sidearm and the no look stuff. You never seen anybody do that. No, no. Till he comes along, you know. He's a freak, yeah. and 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 it, didn't, and it doesn't matter they have they don't have Tyreek Hill. It doesn't matter who his receivers are. He it's just like what Peyton and all those and Tom Brady. It doesn't matter who your receivers are. You better be able to catch the ball. Catch the damn ball. Because they're going to get it to you. Yep. And he's and yeah. – look, I don't like the Chiefs. They, they – the, I, I, for obvious reasons. But I, they're, they're, they're the best team in football. They're the best team in football. I, and I don't I, – it, it's infuriating that they that the Colts beat them because I never like to see the Colts win. Ex- How did they win? How did they win uh, that game? I don't know. I don't know. I'm st- – so that means the the Titans are better than the Chiefs. But uh, <laughs> hey, we'll get to find out. We we'll get to find out in November. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, where is that game? It's in Kansas. City. Yeah, that's that's bad. Sunday night football, November eighth. Well, you want to go ahead and go move on to the uh, early season awards yeah. for the MVP? Yeah, let's do that. All right, we got MVP. We got game of the month, surprise team disappointment, and rookie of the year in your Super Bowl. Yeah, just pretty much the same as uh, as the, as college. Yeah. All right, you want to start with your MVP? Lamar Jackson. Okay. That was that was tough for me. Lamar Jackson. But just, just because of what he does uh, on the ground, too. He is in the top ten and rushing in the NFL. Yeah. So, and he's, yeah, about number 18 in passing. 
And sure, he throws some interceptions occasionally. He had a bad pass the other day. He's just an electrifying player. Yeah, th- this was difficult for me, and I'm I had to figure out who I would, who I actually think is going to win it at the end of the season. So I went with Josh Allen. Yeah, I think Josh Allen's gonna, he's a good one. Yeah. So uh, it, the Bills are nothing with uh, they're they're nothing offensively without Josh Allen. Agreed. And you can say the same thing with the Ravens. You can't. Yeah. But the Ravens won a couple games last year with that backup. I can't remember his name right now, but I don't care. Uh, but Josh Allen has just got he is top three in almost every statistical category. He. I, I think he's going to be the MVP at the end of the season. Lamar Jackson, if he wins it, I'm never. We're not going to be surprised about uh. it. He's earning his money, and I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish, I, I kind of hope that he's in two tone blue next year. Yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> Lamar Jackson and uh, Derrick Henry in the same backfield. Yeah, woo, that'd be fun. What about surprise team? Surprise team is the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. You know, to be five and zero, oh, okay, and 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 to be winning like they are, that's where I'm looking at it on that one. All right, so I get that. Like, see, when I went with a surprise team, I went with a team that I didn't think that uh, would be their record would be where it would be right now because I thought the Eagles, I think the Eagles were going to win the NFC East yeah. from the very start. So I, they could, they weren't going to be on my list. God, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, they're a good one. I know they're two and two, but they have looked good. They they look decent. New coach, new culture. Yeah, they looked really good in the first three quarters against and the Eagles. Trevor Lawrence is going to be they an amazing. Dominated the Colts. Uh, you could also say the Giants at three and one, yeah. uh, but I went with the Jags at two and two. I get it. Uh, your biggest disappointment. Uh, my biggest disappointment is the Miami Dolphins and the NFL on their concussion protocols and what they did with Tua. Okay. It was obvious to even uh, somebody who can't see, just, you know, he was damaged during that uh, first game, uh, which I believe was uh, at home against the Bills. Mm-hmm. So that was obvious. Should have come out then, didn't. Uh, then the, the hit that he took against the Ravens just – or, or the, the week after uh, the Bills. But it wasn't the Ravens. Ravens were no, first, the, the Bills, Bills. That was the Bengals. The Bengals. Yeah. And that just, to me, uh, they just failed him. And we're we're seeing that the NFL is supposedly always saying that we care about our players. You really don't give a shit about your players. They care about money. They, they care about get, money. They don't give a damn about the players. But that that's – Honestly, they did the Bills. I think I told you at the bar the other day that I thought that the Dolphins went from one of the most likable teams to one of the most hated teams in yeah. one week, yeah. and that's and that's that is completely fair. And they they gave him his he passed his, he's clear on his test this week. So what? I don't care. Dude needs him. to be held out. Well, for he a is while. being he is he is being held out this week. That's that's scary. What uh, what could happen? Say it's funny. One of the times you and I had sideline passes, and it was Raiders Titans. Oh, yeah. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't think you were with me. I, don't th- I think you told me you couldn't go, and it was an opening game. It was the year after the Raiders lost the Super Bowl. And I don't think you were – no, you weren't there because no. I, I got the passes. And I just remember going – I went in the Raiders locker room, and Romanowski had took a hit. I mean, and I'm sitting there watching them. Okay, can you see this now? Where's my and I was just like amazed at it. And he was all glassy eyed. I'm sitting me to you from him, just watching them do this test on him. You know, can you all right? Tell me how many fingers. Tell me when you can see my finger. I'm bringing. And it was just like wow. 
He was just dazed. I think Romanowski's brain was made of is is mush right now because yeah. of all the concussions. Yeah, he and I tell you somebody else though, and I haven't heard him on radio in a while, and that was uh, uh yeah, we well, talking about Frank Wacha. Yes, yeah, and I noticed on talk radio up there in Nashville for a while. Yeah, I sound like he sound like he's drunk, but I know he wasn't. I hate it. Very that's, slurring. That's, that's, that's what the saddest thing. Yeah, I, yeah one of the I mean, he's I've very. Uh, Frank Wacha is one of my favorite players to ever play for the Titans. Yeah, yeah, and it was just uh, something to hear that kind of just a slurred speech and i'm like oh no yeah i mean that's it's what it does and 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 you know we were talking about junior Seau the other night uh and said you know the reason he you know he couldn't take it anymore and he killed himself but he did it so that you could still examine his brain yeah. and find out more uh we're dave, seeing dave durson did the same yeah correct, same thing and that's t- that's that's horrible that is horrible that that uh yes they've done a great job with the helmets but the helmets aren't what are causing this mm-hmm. it's the snap it's the snap with the neck when you when you're going yeah. back and uh to to say that uh and yes i'll i'll give the artificial turf people this one of two is was on natural turf. One of them was on uh, artificial turf. So it didn't matter at that point. It is this, the whiplash that yeah. uh, that's causing a lot of this. Yeah, that's a that's a good pick. I I honestly didn't even think about that. But yeah, that's a great pick for biggest disappointment. Mine is the Saints. Uh, <laughs> I've talked about them. Told you they were on my shit list last week. I could pick the Browns, but just because I hate them, so uh, because they're useless. Uh, but I went with the Saints, uh, one and three. That's pretty pathetic. I just, you know, they should be better than that. I think they should be at least three and one or two and two. So, I, not, not, not a good start for the Saints. Uh, you want to do game of the month or game of the month so far or game of the year so far? Uh, Dolphins Ravens. Yep, that's mine too. You know, I mean, I think that was pretty clear Ravens cut. Ravens up 35-14, Dolphins win. That's just amazing. Yeah, that was clear cut. Uh, did you pick a rookie of the year? I did. I did. And watching him the last few weeks really solidified me in Romeo Dobbs okay. with Green Bay. Uh, okay. He's making plays. He's become one of – He had a TD uh, Sunday too. Yeah, he's become one of – Rogers' favorite places, guys, to go to. And, he has uh, to be. Yeah, <laughs> that's true too. Uh, I, I I like watching him play. He's doing great. Mine's Chris Olave. Yeah, that's, uh, that's me. Which Olave. is crazy, because I because the Saints are my biggest disappointment. But Chris Chris Olave is the is the brightest spot on that team right now. Yeah. Uh, he I think very bright future for the Saints. I uh, I think I do think that. Dobbs though is going to have a, he, he if he continues to play the uh, way he plays he he'll probably win the uh, he'll probably win offensive rookie of the year so that's a good idea I'd, but I, yeah Chris Salave I think they're both good choices uh, and let's go with uh, who's your Super Bowl as of right now Kansas City Philadelphia yep that's mine well we're all in agreement there on that one right there I it took me every it took every bit I had not to put Bucks Chiefs yeah yeah I could see it happening again but, but I'm going to play recency bias right now that's yeah. all I'm going to do. Uh, it'll probably it, when we do this. Well, one month I'm thinking. Now, I'm thinking if Philadelphia ends up as they, I think they will. They'll be probably the number one seed in the NFC. Yes, and so they'll be hosting Tampa Bay. I know Brady's used to New England weather. The rest of his Buccaneer fans and uh, and and teammates aren't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and going into Philadelphia in that kind of environment. But I mean, he would go. He's went to he's went to Green Bay and won games. Oh yeah. So I don't know. I. 
I, w- I'm, I agree with you. We'll go with the Eagles and Chiefs right now. Next week, ne- next month when we do this, the midseason awards. No, oh, it'll be I'm, different. I'm, it's 100% going to be different. But, yeah, so far, I, I like what we've picked. I think that I didn't think there was a wrong answer. The only thing I thought that was wrong was your BCS or your playoff <laughs> fix in, in college. But other than that, I think, you know, you could go either way. Um, we got so we got I did, not a great slate of games this week. No, no, really. Uh, I got Cowboys at Rams. Not yeah. not excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Bengals at Ravens for Sunday Night Football might be my favorite game of the week. Could be uh, a sneaky good game that we might have one. Uh, Lions at Patriots. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know they they might start Mac Jones or Mac Jones is not going to start. They might start Bailey Zappa from Western. I would from Western uh, Kentucky. Might as the, well. Uh, and then I like the Lions. Love the lines. Uh, got Dolphins at Jets. Who knows? Can yeah. Zach Wilson get his second win with the Jets, and they go finally get a, a winning record for in the first time in ten years? And then, of course, uh, Monday Night Football: Raiders at Chiefs. That's always a good game, you know. So that's that's about the only five that I even care about. I don't even. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to watch Titans and Commanders, but I mean, it's yeah. not a game that nobody cares. See the new Commanders cares. uniforms the other day. They were yeah. hideous. Yeah, they were something. Uh, what like, they? Ooh. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> good. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, you're listening to Weeks in the Pope. We've got Philip Coleman, our guest, ho- uh, guest host tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you a little bit more. Doing some MLB in just a moment. <laughs> Welcome back to Weeks in the Pope. It is our third episode. We have our guest appearance tonight from uh, from Philip Coleman, Nashville songwriter and uh, a, a good friend from for so many so, several several years and a big sports fan. Uh, MLB, I know you're a Cardinals fan. You, yeah, you love. I, it's just great to see the big three get. I I just thought the other day, how nice would that yeah. be for them to go out on top? And I know you know hard to do, but I mean, what a great story that would be. It's just been fun. It's been great a fun ending year. to see it, and also thrilled to see Pujols back in the Cardinal uniform doing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I honestly, gosh, when when he got on, I think he was at six ninety. I'm like, he's probably not going to do it, and then all of a sudden, just boom, 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 man. And uh, it was just uh, it's fun to watch it again, man. Uh, I thought preseason when it was like you know he needed twenty one, I think, yeah. to, to start the season. Another way he can't get that. I mean, he hadn't hit fifteen yeah, in the last yeah. few years, but. Uh, he credited going to the Dodgers last year with rejuvenating his, his love of the game. And you could tell it really helped him when he got to with the Cardinals. But I really thought the big part was in, when he was with the home run derby. And he got to the finals of that. And he, you could tell he was having a great time. And that just absolutely keyed him in. And when he gets keyed in, yeah. man, man, what a player. He looks like he's 29-30. He does. Out there he's, the ball. Just, he's a class act, man. It's he been is. fun. I I've wa- I can't tell you how many times I watched that video of uh, of Wayno introducing uh, Yachty and Albert and all that. I, Pretty I, cool. I, I, it's embarrassing the amount of times so I've watched it in the past two days. <laughs> now, uh, if they if they end the season, if they end the season right now, it's uh, St. Louis and Philadelphia. Yes, they play all. This should it go three games? Mm-hmm. They would be all in St. Louis. That's a big big uh, advantage for the Cardinals. I think. Yeah. Uh, Especially because we figured out, we've probably figured out our pitching staff. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know who the three are going to be, but I think we've we can go with anybody. Yeah. So I'm okay with and, that. And you, the the people you'll have in the bullpen, Matt's is back. 
you can put the hook Dakota Hudson in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. You've got guys that are that are going to be able to to give you some quality spots. And and the Phillies, you know, the Phillies kind of just, you know, toward that last month they kind of just they didn't do anything special. Right. Uh, but now this past week they've just, you know, they they have. Well, they got Bryce Harper back full strength now, and they can they have potential just to hit hit homer homer after homer mm-hmm. against you and just dominate you that yeah. way. So I mean, this is going to be tough for our pitching staff, but I mean. It, we got to figure out a way to hit those guys, or you know, Aaron Nola and all those guys, and the other couple guys that they're going to throw at us. The one guy that can't, that always pitches well against us, can't think of his name right now. But I mean, so you're going to have, we're going to have to, we're going to have to have great quality starts from from probably Montgomery, Quintana, and if I had to guess, it's Mike. No, Wayno. Wayno is definitely going to be one of them. So we're going to have to get those guys. Uh, winner of that's going to get. At the end of the day, winner would get the Braves. Right. So, uh, in that other matchup, you're going to have would be the Mets and the Padres. And the Mets hosting, and the winner of that would get the Dodgers. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If, if the Mets win, Mets, Dodgers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Roberts would be fired. <laughs> it's a possibility. Because <laughs> I don't but think the they Mets, have, the Mets have just not looked good this past week. Yeah. Uh, th- Their offense a, has been awful. They had a playoff series against the Braves and got swept. Yeah. I, I don't know. Braves are turning on at the right time, which I don't like to see, but they're turning on right Man. now. And I, but hey, I said I want to see the Cardinals and Braves in, in in the in the playoffs. If it's around earlier, then let's do it. Yeah, uh, it'll be fun. But you know, uh, we're next week. We'll definitely because the wild card round will be over. Uh, we will one hundred percent get into a full in depth playoff as you know as this starts as it's going on we're yeah. just going to get you the matchups because we're kind of running low on time right now but um if at the end of the day we're going to get the mets going or the padres going to the uh, the mets which would be a really good series yeah and the winner of that's going to the dodgers we move on to the al uh you're going to have the cleveland guardians um hosting the tampa bay rays looks like sneaky it. very good uh yes series i like the Rays. i do too i the, the I guardians are just too, uh, too young for me yeah um uh, so I, I like to I mean, but the Rays Rays one of those teams could make a run to the World Series mm-hmm. winner of that's going to get the Yankees which if the Rays win that I wouldn't be surprised if the Rays go to the, uh, the ALCS uh, then you're going to have the Mariners first time in the playoffs in 20 something year 22 years yes. uh, they're going to be going to Toronto and the winner of that goes to Houston so I love a lot of these first round matchups, yeah. these wild card round matchups. It's going to be fun. Starts glad, on Friday. I'm, I'm glad it's gone to best of three. Yeah, it starts on Friday. Yeah. Hire hire team host all three games. It's going to be. I think it's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to watch them. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, love postseason baseball. You know, yeah. it's just uh, it's just one of the magical times of the year, especially when the 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 games get uh, when you have very good and well played games that just becomes so much fun yeah love you love even when the crappy you know when the when the right the the crowds show up for tampa mm-hmm. and you know so it's gonna be you're <laughs> gonna have crowds going crazy it's play, playoff baseball is n- like none other but i'm excited I, i'm obviously being a cardinals fan and i'm very biased i i want to see those three make a one more run yeah i want to see it it's it's going to be tough but if anybody can do it, it's Albert Wayno and Yachty. So hopefully that the young guys uh, can gather, uh, you know, get around them and just start hitting the ball and playing well, even better than they have been. Let, let's get a month like uh, was it August? Yeah. Let's get a month like August yeah. and let's 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 make a run. But uh, 
That's that's we'll we'll get more into ba- uh, the baseball playoffs next week. Oh yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and move into my best bets. All right. For the week. Um. So NCAA, I was three and zero last week, and I calculated it up. I'm five and one overall in college football. Not bad. So listen to me in college football. Do not listen to me in the NFL. <laughs> Fade me every time. I'm one four and one overall. In the NFL, I'm not very good, and so who, the three that I'm picking, be happy for the other team because you are going to win that. But let's start off. I did four for college football this week uh, just because I couldn't decide on three. I'm going to start off with Ohio State. They're going to Michigan State, and it's 25 and a half. Mm. Ohio St- Michigan State is is garbage. They have been. They got. They lost to thirty by thirty points against Minnesota when they were ten point underdogs. I think that they have been. I think they are. They've lost every game against the spread. Give me Ohio State by twenty five and a half, maybe even thirty if you if I could. That's one of the worst places. I I hate watching a game when it's. It's almost like there's clouds over Lansing, Michigan at all oh, times. Nice. When, when when they're showing a game, it is so dull. You're right, it, it's terrible. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't even understand why anybody would want to go to Michigan State, anyways. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Magic. Quinn Ewers is coming back for Texas, and they're playing Oklahoma at the or at the Cotton Bowl. Uh, give me Texas minus seven. I think Quinn Ewers is just that good. I don't know if Dylan Gabriel comes back this week. You give me Texas, and I think Texas is back in the top 25 next weekend. That's probably one of the biggest parties that you need to go to uh, at one time if you love college football. It's just – I'd go. I'd love to go. I'd love to go this week. You know, it's just – that game is one of those games you'd all. It would be fun to say, hey, I got to see one time. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, give me me Quinn Ewers and the the horns. Hook them. Um. Uh, another one that's going to probably bite me back or bite me in the butt because this is the only team that has cost me a uh, a win in my gambling picks for college. I'm going USC minus 13 versus Washington. I just think that they're that much better, and I think Caleb Caleb Williams and Jordan Addison are just better than the, those two. I agree. Are better than Washington State. So give me uh, USC minus 13. And then here's one that uh, this is like a bonus one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ride Kansas until they absolutely <laughs> fall apart. They're seven-point underdogs. Give me Kansas plus seven versus TCU. Right. I, I've, I've, I'm not. I'm staying with Kansas as, I'm, until they lose. Okay. So, let's go, Kansas. Go, Jayhawks. Rock chart. NFL. All right. There's not a lot of good spreads. No. There, there's not a lot of good games to pick from. So, I'll just pick three. I, I – randomly found three i'm gonna go lines plus three at the pats uh the lines are healthy well they're they don't have deandre uh they don't have deandre swift but i still think williams is a good running back i think that their offense is good I, if 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 it's zappa at quarterback for the pats and i know they're playing in foxborough i still i just somehow think that the lines i think the lines cover and they might win lines can't stop anybody no they can't but i think they may you outscore know. them they might they might I'm telling you, congratulations, Patriots fans. <laughs> uh, here's another one, uh, and this might be just because I hate them. Uh, I'm going Colts on Thursday night plus three and a half at the Broncos. Uh, I just don't – I don't like Russell Wilson. I don't like the Broncos. I, they're two and two. They should be 0 and 4 in my eyes. Um, and the Colts beat the damn Chiefs. Yeah. I just think that this is a game – this is one of those games that the Colts win. 
they may not have Jonathan Taylor. If 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 I find out tomorrow that Jonathan Taylor's not playing, this this bet is this bet is canceled. It doesn't count. <laughs> no you pay, can take backsies. You can do that. Yeah, I can do I'll it. <laughs> well, I haven't placed them yet. <laughs> and then my final my final one is the Chargers minus three at Browns, and I'm not really concerned about this one because. Um, the Browns aren't playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, yeah. so give me Justin Herbert minus three. I, know I agree. I agree. I, li- I like the Chargers. I so, like Herbert. So let's win some money this weekend. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's finish this thing off with. Um, I'm going to do my what were you, what were you thinking? Um, but it's going to be titled something else. It's going to be more of what the hell is wrong with you. And I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. Okay. The Phoenix Suns got beat by the NBL's Adelaide 36ers. They are a team from – is that Australia or New Zealand? Adelaide is – is uh, uh, shoot. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're, they're the NBL. Way over. The Suns starters played 22 minutes apiece, and they lost – they lost 136 to 126. Craig Randall for the 36ers, who scored 35 points for them. Robert Robert Frank scored 32. Fun fact about Craig Randall, he played at UTM. So Phoenix Suns or the Phoenix Suns, what the hell is wrong with you? And how did you lose to the <laughs> Adelaide 36ers? It is a city in Australia. I I'll, I'll I'll agree with you there, but uh, I don't care. If it's preseason. I, re- I really yeah, it's preseason. So I don't but, care. You don't lose to an NBA. Not team. the Suns. They're supposed to be one of the better teams in in the NBA. But uh, early frauds. It's it's just preseason right now. But hockey's preseason. Uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, I really don't have anything uh, this week. I did a lot of bitching about bitching last week. So so we're not going to bitch this week. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I'm gonna, I'm going to say thanks to Philip. For Thanks for being for having with us. me, thank you. Uh, I know uh, we always have a great time when we go to uh, Titans games and uh, uh, just the different things that we've been able to to go to. And yeah, we have had a lot. Of, <laughs> the, I, I, our favorite thing was years ago when we were doing LJT when we were doing football and basketball games yeah. for for high school, you know, things. And uh, that was always every week we'd go somewhere somewhere in the vicinity because Channel Eleven would show mm-hmm. a local team and then he and i would get to go cover all that so that was always fun to do and our buddy keith bird uh was our producer director and he's now one of the top uh guys that goes out and gets film footage for basically murder porn i believe yeah yeah he does yeah. a lot of this for discovery and stuff but he goes to cities and does drone footage and all kind of stuff he's incredible with that and oh, but keith cool. was a lot of fun it, you just never knew what in the <laughs> hell he was going to say uh, back then, you couldn't. We couldn't talk back to him, but he could talk to us yeah. in the headphones, and he tried to screw Philip up all the time. And it worked a lot because <laughs> we'd be doing a game. He'd go, Philip, and I'd go right, and I'd go, what? <laughs> and he'd go, don't or say anything to me. You know, it was just because. And then I'd go home and watch the replay, and we'd be talking. Also, you just hear me go, what? <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, what? That was. Kind of, I mean, in the same sense, this week we were we were at. Uh, we were calling the game at UTM, and the coach's box was right beside us, and it's a clear window. Yeah, I've done a game up there. So, of course, every time something good happened for Union City, the, the coaches would all, you know, stand up, and you'd see them over there, and they'd do their fake high fives or across the thing. Right. And I'd see them in the corner of my eye, and I'd be, I'd be, giving, I'd be talking 
and uh, I would just freeze. I, or I would be trying to figure out what I was going to say, and I'm over there trying to pay attention to those guys, or I'm paying attention to those guys. So that was I, the one time it happened. It was in the second quarter, whenever or that second touchdown, uh, they scored the touchdown, and I thought the kicker was going back off on the sidelines, and I just and I'm I'm explaining what happened for the score, and they're over there doing their high five, and I look and I just go, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't. I told Robin in the break, I go, we, we can't. I can't pay attention to those guys anymore. Yeah. But, and we had a lot of fun, uh, especially, you know, early on watching Curse and McNair and George and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, doing, and, and O'Donnell. Uh, tell you what, one of the greatest backups ever to come into a game. And he was a totally different player. And the crowd but, loved him when he came oh, he in, did. too, man. They were yeah. like, ah, you know, it was just – yeah, they expected a lot out of him, and he he delivered. The ultimate professional. Loved and Neil O'Donnell. He was just incredible. I wasn't ever worried when he would come in because, you know, Steve McNair was hurt all the time. Yeah. So, so we got to see O'Donnell a lot. We really so did. So I was never worried. So a lot a lot of fun. We appreciate Philip. Like I said, uh, you can uh, check out his new album, which is available locally in Union City. At Kaiser Pharmacy, and you said it should be on Spotify soon. Right, right. And hopefully, uh, somebody with a major record deal will hear one of these songs and want to put it on their record. That's my goal. So we'll we'll see what happens with it. Heck yeah, appreciate it, man. Philip Coleman, our guest, along with Stephen Weeks. I'm Robin Francis. This has been Weeks and the Pope, the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. We'll check you next week.